Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode of Scoopy Radio is brought to you by our sponsor, Sleepovation. Want to save $50 on a bed? Use the promo code SCOOP. That's S-C-O-O-P. When you visit sleepovation.com. Sleepovation is the world's only mattress with individual support. They have 700 individual pressure relief points that move while you sleep. It's the number one mattress for back pain as well. Sleepovation also has a 100-night risk-free trial, 10-year limited warranty, and individual cushion cradles that provide the perfect balance between comfort and spine support for pain relief. Visit sleepovation.com. And don't forget to use the promo code SCOOP. That's S-C-O-O-P. First question. Uh, you were the cover athlete, technically, for NBA Live 95. How did that do – you, do you consider yourself the cover athlete? Are you officially the cover athlete? How does that work? I, I call myself the cover athlete. They might not, but I do. You know, it's funny. I was showing my um, my boys that that's like my claim to claim that I was actually on the cover of, you know, NBA game. So I'm like, hey, daddy went too bad back then. So that was back when we won the championship in 94. So it was fun. Um, Kenny Smith was on my podcast, Scoopy Radio. And uh, you guys blessed me very well. Uh, the commentary was on the jump. And, you know, essentially, Kenny, for those starting to the party, Kenny Smith said that uh, had Michael not retired, uh, the Bulls still would not have won. Or rather, the Bulls would not have won the two championships that you guys uh, won. Do you stand by your assessment that that is true? Yeah, I know Scotty has his own opinion. Michael has his own opinion. But I, I truly believe that the way we were playing in, the, in the, that big dominant force of Akeem Olajuwon that we had now that was too much you know I played for Phil and I know he doesn't like the double team and you had the double team Gene or he got 50 on you so I, I think we'd have won that it'd have been a good game 
You know, I know everybody has their own opinion, and it'd be stupid to me that I say, oh, no, we wouldn't want You know, I, I know everybody thinks Michael Jordan's the best player ever to play the game, but Dream ain't too shabby. Where do you draw the line between Dream and Michael? Because I, I, I believe they were both great. Um, and I think that just that timing, when Michael retired and then the Orlando Magic came in and ran the East, where do you draw that line in comparison between Mike and, and Hakeem? Well, you know, it's hard to compare them because one's a guard and one's a big, and everybody always want to compare these players nowadays. So this guy's the best, this guy's the best. I think, you know, everybody's the best in the position. I think Dream is the best center to play the game. I think Jordan the best two-guard ever play the game. So you really can't compare them. It's just been a good matchup, and it's been like, okay, you know, Dream has to go against who they have in center. You can't even tell me that. And then Mike would, Mike would have to go up against, you know, uh, Vernon Maxwell, who's a good defender. So, you know, I, I think, you know, in that sense, we would have had the edge. When you look at that season, uh, when Michael did come back and they Orlando Magic played uh, the Bulls in the conference finals, Eastern Conference finals that year, Nick Anderson and Michael were drawing at it. Um, what was so special about the Orlando Magic back then? I think it was the, the young hip team. You know, they were the up-and-coming team. They had all the young guys. You know, Shaq had his own commercials. Penny had Lil Penny, you know, with the couch sticking to his leg. They all had their commercials, and everybody was watching them. You know, people always like the new and, and, and fancy thing. They were the, the new team on the block. We were old team, you know. You know, had Dream, who'd been in the league a while. Otis been in the league a while. And, you know, we made the trade. Clyde, who'd been in the league a while. So it was like, people always want the new shiny tour. And I think that was the, 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 the thing with the Land of Magic. Even though we had a team that was just coming off a championship, and was still hungry. 94, uh, you guys played the New York Knicks. Kenny told me this story about the OJ Chase coming out. <laughs> and during timeout, uh, he was watching the OJ Chase on the scorer's table. <laughs> it was funny because when we came in at halftime, I was like one of the first guys up, and I, I walked in. But back then, we had to hook the VCR up to the TV to record the games and filter out, you know, to watch the, you know, the plays of what we were doing wrong. And I looked up, I just saw, I said, that's like OJ Bronco. And all of a sudden, they show all the cop cars behind. I'm like, wow. You know, the funny thing about that is my mom is still pissed because she didn't get to see that game because they had OJ on instead of the basketball game. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. All over the world, all over the country. They took off the game and had every channel had the OJ chasing. I want to take it back to the NBA Live uh, conversation a little bit. Um, more so just the video game overall. Uh, last week I released the interview that I did with Charles Barkley uh, where he discussed him not wanting to be uh, on NBA 2K because of the Players Association and just the discrepancies. For you, uh, is it an honor for you to be on the games? And where do you draw the line between being a fan of the games and being compensated for your likenesses being used? Well, I'm, I'm a fan of the game. Also, I'm also... I, I, you know, I'm pulled in both directions because being a gamer and a guy who grew up playing games all the time, you like to see your image in the game. You always wanted to see your image in the game. And I understand that you got certain images like Charles, Carl Malone, George, who bring a, a bigger crowd. And then I said, okay, I can agree with him, of course. And then I agree with him in the sense that, you know, I'm on like six teams in there and six different uniforms, so I need to get paid even more too. So I, I agree with that. But it's like, you know, it's if you're going to keep using the image like that, but they also got to understand that they're not there's a lot of young generations that don't know who they are and so they'll you know they're coming because of the Westwoods the Durants and of course King King James but you know you just got to say hey it's an honor to be in here and, you know try to get compensated as best you can when I think about your history when I was a young kid when I watched in the Rockets uh, win championships I watched on the Lakers win championships I watched when the Spurs uh, win championships so you played for Tom Janovich you've played for uh, Greg Popovich and you played for Phil Jackson. Um, 
Who was the hardest coach out of those guys to play with, and who was the easiest? Um, the hardest coach to play for was, was Pop, because Pop was one of those guys, he had a million plays. I'm like, what are we doing? We got a million plays, and he'll run a play, and then we'll run it again to five games later. You know, I, I think the easiest coach to play for was Rudy. And he was my favorite, not because he was easy, just because, you know, he talked to you. You know, he would tell you what's wrong, why you're coming out of the game. And then he would also listen to you. Like, you know, people don't understand this. As a player, you know if a guy's having trouble guarding a certain player. So you relay that to the coach. And the coach says, okay, we're going to do this. Then you understand that that coach don't mind help, you know, listen to his players. But you got a lot of coaches down. They're like, okay, you know, my my head is on the chopping board. I'm going to run all my plays because if something go wrong, I'm going to get blamed for it. So I think Rudy, for me, was by far the best coach because he didn't care. He didn't care what anybody said. He listened to his players, and he did what was best for his players on the court. What do you put still in that whole equation? I, I put Phil right there tied for second with Pop. You know, him and Pop were so similar. You know, and the fact that they stress defense, which every coach I ever played for stress defense, but they like running their system to a T. And even though he would, he, Phil had more athletic guys where he could venture off from running the system. But with, with, with Pop, you know, he had a bunch of robots that would run that system and lull you to sleep. Next thing you know, they got a bucket. And with, with Phil, he had, you know, of course, Kobe and MJ who could create their own shots. And that made the system a lot better. When I look at that Houston Rocket team as a kid, I looked at you at the power forward position. You want a, or a tweener, small forward, power forward. You had Ole Thorpe down there and you had you had Hakeem down there. But in my opinion, you guys were a hybrid offense because you didn't, you weren't a traditional type guy. You had Kenny, he could score if he needed to, he could get the long uh, triple if he needed to. Do you think that that Houston Rockets team that you played on was ahead of its time, the way you guys put people in position on the court? I, I think so, especially the 95 team, you know, where we went smooth, uh, with small ball and, you know, beat Phoenix, beat San Antonio, beat um, the Magic. So it was like a little thing like, okay, well, this is the Rob and Power Ford and stretched and flew out. And, you know, we kind of revolutionized basketball. You know, we don't get enough credit for that, but it's, it's one of those things where you look back and says, okay, we did a lot of things different. We did a lot of things unique. And you just had, that's one of the reasons that, you know, like Bill. Bill wasn't as scared. Just like, okay, let's break the mold. A true powerful big group down there, you know. Now he said, okay, let's throw a small guy in there who can play, you know, powerful on occasion. Not all the time, but on occasion. So it, it was it was a fun situation. Lastly, Carmelo Anthony is widely believed to become a member of the Houston Rockets. What do you think of him going on that team? How do you think he fits in that, in that chemistry? You know, it's, it's crazy. It's, you know, I live in Houston, and I, I watch the Rockets play a lot, and I, I see the way they play. You know, I, I don't think they gave a reason enough credit for what he did for that team. They played really good defense on a lot of guys that they didn't want to play defense on, like the Kevin Durant and people of that nature. Now you bring in Carmelo. You know, Carmelo, you know, his forte ain't defense. And, I, and you know, him and him and D'Antoni ain't got the best report. So it's a lot of different things that come in in the playing, but you also got to realize this is a team that doesn't want to play defense, so it doesn't really matter. So they don't get up and run and gun. But I think if you'd have had someone like Carmelo on the team during you know, game, game seven in the Western Conference Finals, he'd have did good because they had some who can go in the post and they would have missed, what, 24, 25, 27 mm -hmm. threes in a row. So I think, you know, D'Antoni is a smart enough coach that he'll figure it out and he'll be back in the Western Conference Finals. Ah, let me start from the beginning. Do you believe that Clint Capella is I, underrated? You know, I think Clint Capella is, uh, 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 he's not overrated, he's not underrated. And what I mean by that is, you know, he gets a lot of points.
points because of James Harden. Hell, I got I got I had the pleasure of playing with J Kidd for one game. Hell, I got a lot of points with J Kidd. And it, you know, it's the thing. If you go to another team, do you have the type of player that can make you better like that? You know, I think about all the bigs I play with. You know, I would play with Dream and Shaq. I got more dunks because I would kick it. My man would turn his head and you slash. But then you go to somebody else and you know you got you know Fabricio on the door uh, and you throw it to him. They're not gonna leave you. And, and people gotta understand. It's like just because you did this and this, are you that elite player? Are you that elite? And, and everybody wants to say he wants to get max money. To me, he's not a max player because he's just a player who got a lot of dunks of a really good player who drew a big crowd. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter. A health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.